2: Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome to the Minnesota Football Show. My name is Rodrigo. I have Eric and Bridget with me today. And um, it's the eve, right? Like, hours prior to Copa Libertadores final. And I know we want to push through this because... There's a Brazil final, so we really want to get to it and let Eric enjoy his time. Um, eh,
1: you know, and neither of them are my teams, but it doesn't matter. It'll, it'll be it's, interesting. It's, it's
2: your country. It's your country. It'll be. Right? Interesting. It's, your, it's your. It's your country of uh, re- removed by I don't know how many generations, but still, it's it's your it's your country. So, <laughs> right on. How's everybody doing?
1: How's, First country, uh, Brid-
0: third removed.
1: Yeah, yeah, not even that much. I mean, my mom, uh, Bridget, how are you? all right yeah yeah feeling better things are good uh,
0: slowly we're getting there yeah i just started pt this week so okay um
2: did they give you those bands
0: not yet right now it's just moving it yeah uh so yeah we're starting super slow
2: like are you working from home then mostly
0: no, uh, this week I was in the office oh, yeah. all really? day, every day for the first they, time. Yeah.
2: Did they give you the, uh, were you able to get like a parking pass or something like that to be able to park in a special spot?
0: No, luckily, well, since there's like five of us in the building, the lot's pretty much empty and I'm usually one of the first ones there. So I just make sure I get a spot on the flat section of sidewalk rather than yeah. the sloped section. <laughs> but that's. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, it's not too much different. So,
1: you know, yeah, just, I would imagine. Go ahead, brother.
2: Now I was just going to say get some spray paint and some like block letters you can spray on and just, just put your name <laughs> right across to the lot that you I like. Should, and it's a you know, spot. I That's didn't
0: awesome. even realize like that parking lot, there's a small lot on one side and then there's the bigger lot for the rest of the like complex. So, we've been using the small one, which is like 20 spots but I had never realized there wasn't actually a handicap s- spot marked out mm. or like handicap door panels or anything. And the doors are super heavy. So I was sounds like, like uh, throwing myself against the door. I know some lawyers.
2: Yeah, yeah I'm going to say it's like it sounds like we need to contact some folks and some uh, OSHA violations or something yep. like that. Yep. accessibility yep. issues I mean
0: they're having. like well there's one on the other side of the building yeah but that sidewalk's like 50 feet long so I'd rather just open the freaking door but
1: you could get, well, you get right. your so, get your medical bills paid off and end up with a new Lamborghini that's right
0: <laughs> and then when
2: I when when some the random guy on, on Instagram or TikTok who comes up to people with like Lambos who what do you do for a living but you're just like I should do my work <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: that's <right. laughs>
0: <laughs> it's
1: good stuff. Yeah. The only cool thing
2: that happened to me yesterday was I finally was able to um order food from El Gordo. They opened a spot hmm. over here on Selby. Oh yeah. And so I I I'd had that and I was uh, I was like um it was it was I'll tell you the burgers were better than what the other things that we ordered because we ordered a bunch of different things. But they have like these loaded cheese fries with like steak on them, and I was like Screw the burger. Next time I'm just ordering that. Nice. <laughs> nice. Let's I was good, gonna good ask what to was that.
1: what was new with you, but that that's that's new. That's that's good.
2: Yeah, no, that's just uh yeah, I mean um I mean dogs, yeah. No, I mean Santi starts uh the distance learning school school thing next on Monday. So he's been off this whole week, so he's visiting my mom on and off and so I've been learning new things about um animals peruvian animals because that's how our, my mom's household works peruvian animals only in that household <laughs> seems like right. and um hello you know, yeah lots about trains watching a lot of train videos and i don't know if you guys know who mark mark is it mark rober yeah mark rober he's like this young guy who like worked for nasa and then stopped working for nasa doing his own thing now he's got like his own youtube channel but like does all science stuff which is cool so he did this one. He's he he got he got tired of people stealing people's packages. So he did this like glitter bomb package with like cameras and stuff. Oh,
0: like that. yeah, I saw that.
2: Yeah, so that's him.
0: But, he's done
2: like so. Like we we're watching his YouTube channel with Santi, and I was like, this is like they're talking about force and all this. Like this is a really interesting way to talk about science. I was like, this is cool. And then we watched the uh, hamster videos. So
1: there you go. Nice. <laughs> natural I'm to segue yeah i don't even know I, the days all blend but what are some some interesting things or some interesting highlights i i don't even know uh club de Cuervos, rodrigo got me into it yeah. i've i've fallen deep it's it's pretty entertaining it's it's better than i expected um it i you know i think i think i mentioned just from what i was reading that it, it was a it, it's telenovela-esque but it's definitely not a telenovela it's very much a comedy uh i learned that it's one of the producers is the uh, was the producer and I think showrunner of Californication. So it kind of has that kind of a vibe. It's very much like an, an HBO showtime comedy with like, with excessive nudity and lots and lots of cussing, but, but really, really entertaining though, too. And it just, this, this heightened world of, right. Of, uh, and, and,
2: and, and from the, um, and from the, from the news that we get from Darby. It's like not far off. <laughs> the things that happen in this show are totally not far off the things that happened in Liga MX. And so that, that, that's the interesting nice. part. Um, the whole like selling a team to buy a team thing totally plays into this whole like series. I thought I only seen until season two, but then t- I got Nubia to watch it. And uh, I realized I made it all the way to like the middle of three, season three and then I stopped. So, okay.
0: So now you have more to watch.
2: So now I'm like, oh, there's season four. I was like I guess we'll watch it together because like I tried watching Wanda Vision. i I never liked the black and white like comedy shows from the 40s and the 50s, so like my attention span to like the introduction of Wanda Vision was like 30 seconds, and I was like, yeah, no, no, thank you. I might watch something <laughs> else. So.
1: Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's. They do a really good job of, of all the character development, like not not just, uh, I mean, it follows the family, but then learning about the, some of the players, they zero in on some of the players. and Who's uh, your favorite character right Death now? Jet Stars. Oh, that, that's a good question. Um, I mean, you know, at, with somebody with acting experience, I just, the character of Chava is just, just so over the top that it's just that character would be so much fun to play because you you've basically just get to run on 100% full ego and it's just that would just be a blast to play yeah, that character yeah. hugo um, sanchez is my favorite he's also hilarious yep this this is his personal assistant yeah just hysterical always Have out of you, his element
2: <laughs> there, i don't know what, what season is but there's an episode where hugo sanchez go looks for um for his boss and then and some sort of remote island in mexico uh which reminded me of isa de mujeres kind of type of thing and i was like mm-hmm. and, and, and he goes through his own like um uh, journey and i I laughed so hard during that episode
1: i think i identify with felix quite a bit the uh the vice vice presidente, this is like he's kind of trying to hold together the old guard and all this other madness coming from the new guard and keep things afloat and just just constantly mad he's just always furious (laughs) i was like i could play that character too i I, I could see myself doing that one (laughs) anyway good stuff Club yeah. De
2: no, Potro, Potros, Potro's Otros, fun characters.
1: Potros out of control too. Yes. Potro,
2: yes. Kao, and Mois, Moises. Yeah, they're, all, they're yep. all they have some really good characters. There but you go. once you we're, get more deeper into, it gets even better. So we're
1: going to be using a lot more uh, gifts on on social media of Club de Cuervos. <laughs> so, all right, let's jump in. Here we go. So we had a we had an interesting week in the uh, inevitable implosion of capitalism with really. Weird things happening on the market with the uh, the GameStop thing, and and uh, our, our friends over at Nutmeg News were were absolutely ready for it. They they <laughs> came out swinging. They're ready. They say, "Quote: GameStop investors target Shivas USA as next short squeeze investment chance." And <laughs> that's the headline. <laughs> I say we believe that there are a number of financial investors who have taken a short position in their investment with the franchise, and we can put the squeeze to them and return a profit if we start investing now. So, Rodrigo and Bridget, are you ready to buy twenty-five cent dead Chivas USA over a decade stocks and turn those bad boys around for a cool million?
2: I mean, if Robin Hood lets us, right?
0: Are we worthy of buying said stock?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <makes> right. <laughs> uh, I
0: thought
1: it was so funny because I, I posted this on, on other social media too. And and I mean, football, people understand. Like, they, they get the joke right away. A lot of people didn't, and they actually thought this was like a legitimate thing. <laughs> They're like, oh, t- tell me more. I'm like, oh. Let's <laughs> yes, exactly. It was like, never mind. Just, <laughs> just just don't. Yeah, I just don't. <laughs> At one point, wow. uh,
2: Chivas USA itself thought if it was a legit thing to do as well. Mm-hmm. Too.
1: <laughs> well said. That is, that is well said. Um, Minneapolis City, we got some conference information released uh, for the Midwest. We got the great lakes conference, the rust belt conference, the Northern conference or North conference, which is where we are with Minneapolis city. It's pretty much the exact same thing, except we lose, um, twin stars and gain the joy AC athletic club. Um, (laughs) they seem like some cool folks. Maybe we can get somebody from, from, uh, their, uh, their team and see, uh, more about that. (laughs) All right, moving on. (laughs) Um, Minnesota United. Not a lot of information, but some things were kind of were kind of moving here. We saw so the the national team has a friendly tomorrow, uh, playing Trinidad and Tobago, and uh, looks like Mr. Dotson is off the roster. Is that correct, uh, Bridget? When, you know anything more?
0: Yes. Uh, there were, I mean, a ton of young midfielders in that camp, so it's not. Um, it's not really a huge surprise. They tend to invite him in, see what he can do. It's not the first time, uh, but he seems to be working his way closer. It's just such a large talent pool that it might be a while before he actually breaks in and gets a cap.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Just not for this one, but down the road, he'll probably get yeah. get a shot. Right on. Well, in uh, an actual Minnesota players make making big strides here, uh, we've got Kaden Clark news. Um, Sounds like he's moving. Sounds like he's moving to Leipzig. Maybe not this year, 2021, but 2022 looks like they're starting to work out a contract with Red Bulls from one Red Bull to the next. And uh, yeah, if only we had local Minnesota football talent, guys. (laughs) if only it just you just
0: can't find it anywhere it doesn't exist
1: doesn't exist we just keep falling through our fingers <laughs> uh, i'm gonna push that one away fast before i get more more upset um oh please do please do. yeah how about uh Ibarguen? it sounds like i don't know that, that, speaking of the telenovela this that's kind of what this is becoming it changes every week um, this one's talking about getting his rest of his salary paid. Well, I, I guess, uh, Adam Jarvey mentioned that he, he hasn't been playing the last couple matches and it sounded like he was, has like a foot out the door already. So then it kind of led to America I mean, needs to pay him the rest of his salary. Uh, it's talking here about 510 million. Is that right? Good grief. Don't what don't think Rodrigo. it's 510,000, 510,000. That makes more sense. Yeah. Um, any other do we, do we know where we're at with this? Is this is, or is it just I mean, change from, by the week? From what
2: you've from what you've heard the rumors and reports, you know, from other places, it looks like you know they're trying to work out a deal, which is which is good, but I mean the price range is, is going to have to um, be negotiated, and I don't know how that comes down that much at all. Mm-hmm. I think uh, if America is willing to eat some of the cost of his salary for like a loan or something like that, then I think that might be doable and more attractive. But who's gonna pay, you know, six hundred ninety thousand dollars for a player who 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 hasn't been playing a lot, you know, it's it's a lot to ask for a club to make that kind of investment unless you have deep pockets like, you know, L A F C or the LA yeah. Galaxy or Inter Miami. So like so, like, if you really want to do that, I mean, I guess you could, but I, I, I think you know, the talks keep on going, and we've seen this club pull out miracles before. We, we never thought we get uh Reynoso, and, and and here we are, you know, mm-hmm. going to start a season, a full season with him. So we'll see how that goes, and yeah, I mean, options maybe, are everywhere.
0: Maybe Watson just needs to go camp out in the embassy again, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just stay and negotiate.
1: <laughs> get, get those frequent flyer miles back up. <laughs> uh, good
2: I mean, it'd be cheaper um, than flying to. Uh, it'd to be cheaper than flying to.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, so, definite, yeah, definite, um, Well, let's talk about Minnesota United uh, building their their rival apocalyptic cello metal band here. Um, uh, Bridget, what can you tell us about? Uh, I don't know how you pronounce. Is it Juka or, or with hard J or soft J? <laughs>
0: uh i think it's a soft j it's
1: so like spanish like yuca. yeah okay so yuka i think o- it's Ray-tala.
0: we sh- we should have gotten adam that's true <laughs> yuka. it's more like guttural okay finnish accent i can't well, there's do there's another it,
1: finn there's another Finn yeah. coming uh montreal left back i'll throw it to you
0: yeah so retala ritala. Uh, country teammates of, uh, Robin Ludd and Rasmus Schuller, of course. Uh, and he actually talked to those guys quite a bit about the possibility of joining balloons and he liked what they had to say about the club and about the state, um, he's what 32, 33 left back. So he'd be more of a, mainly a depth piece. Um, with Chase Gasper kind of cementing himself in that, spot, but as we saw last year, uh, the kid needs a break every once in a while. Um,
1: yes, yes, yes.
0: And Yuka also need a break every once in a while. I think it's going to be good to have the two of them kind of fighting it out. Um, give them a little bit of competition, give each of them a little rest. I think his experience is going to be huge uh, for that back line with the international experience and MLS veteran as well. So,
1: yeah, I fully agree. I think it'll be just, fun. Just the idea that we, there's actually a backup there is, is awesome. Yeah. And to push them. I mean, well. it's,
0: it, it's kind of a downer just cause we're all expecting like a striker or something to help out nice. up front. Um, but you know, once you have those pieces in place, you still want somebody in the back. So building from the back again, they're. Really isn't the problem with that, considering the problems that we had last year in terms of uh, availability and management. So,
1: shout out to East Coast Dark Clouds who put up the the quality meme of of the guy and the two girls and the one girl turned the head. It says Brazilians, and the guy is MNUFC and the other girl is uh, is Finns. <laughs> <was> like, thanks. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yep. Wait, so how many Finns do we have now?
0: Well, that's two. But Schuler would have made three.
2: And So you can make the uh, you can make the dolphin joke in Spanish.
1: Dolphin, yeah,
2: dolphins, delfin. Oh,
1: yeah. Ah, uh, yeah.
2: And then you guys, you know, you guys can attach it to your favorite club, right?
1: The delfin. Yeah, yeah. Definitely one of the cool crests.
0: Well, and then I mean, they they hang out with at least Schuler would hang out with the Finns from uh, the wild. And they would all train together, hang out. So they have a a pretty strong contingent here.
1: It's true. Just nice. It's true. Um, I'll throw this one to you. You're you're tied in with the extra time crew. It looks like Weeby put out a thing of playing the kids and and drop the chacon. <laughs> he says, "Give us chacon." <laughs> like, all right, it's out there nationally. We talk about it all the time, but. <laughs>
2: You know what's funny? And I know people won't be able to see to watch our screen, but um, David Gass was texting me about it the other day, yesterday, literally. And I got a test for him earlier because we were talking, I was talking about the list because I saw it. And then I, um, I know that Andrew is not a full Chaconista yet, but, but we know David is. And so I, I, I thought it was a really interesting thing. Like, there's other players that I thought would be on that. But if anything has proven this this past year, and it's been good for, um, you know, I'm not saying pandemics are good, but, but past season, we've had young players get more opportunities to play. And that's brought up the stock value in young players coming from the United States. And you can see that, right? I mean, you have players getting, you know, starting in Europe, um, and getting caps um, I think you know it's a really really interesting list i um, I am a ricardo pepi uh, fan just because we got to see my stepdad's team so many times <laughs> this year that I was like this kid is good and he's only like 17 and and like so that's one one thing that I would say I was like Ricardo pepe needs to be on this list just because If he gets a full year starting MLS, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes either to Europe or Italy or something like that because this kid has got lots of talent. And as we saw, like, in one of the playoff games that Dallas played, you know, they they started, you know, younger players in the midfields and they did decently too. So it's like, you know, the talent is there. You just got to play them. And as much as uh, Ibarguen, you know, may dip into the Chacon um playing time if they don't loan him out then this is the time where he just needs to be given playing time on that wing even if it's left wing i don't care i mean or let him battle
1: battle for it
0: yeah yeah i think uh as a whole like globally in terms of the game it's really kind of level playing field like you see these younger guys are um typically lower value players being picked up by larger clubs and actually see minutes and I mean, what what we're seeing with like the tables in every league, especially Premier League, this today. I mean, everyone's dealing with the exact same thing. Everyone's dealing with the exhaustion and just the craziness that is um, the uh, stupidity of playing this game through a pandemic. Uh, and yeah, it's it sucks that that's what it takes to give these kids that that experience. But yeah. they're getting it now, and people are seeing it and actually seeing the talent so
1: hold that thought because when we get to the end the the Brazilian league is kind of hilarious right now because all <laughs> the scheduling is just a nightmare because of the, the COVID mess uh, but let's talk a little bit one more thing um MNUFC we saw St. Clair DSC we saw him in full Canada training gear um do, do they have a friendly today or tomorrow I'm, I'm not sure when they play but uh I'm assuming got it's, it's got to be one of these it's days. Soon. Kind of following. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. He looked good so too. I'm so ex- I'm so excited for him. The other thing too is like if I was if I was another European team looking to invest, I go to Canada. I go to Canada and see what the youth is doing and try to mm-hmm. try to try to try to figure something. I mean, you have K, you have Davies. I mean, you have good. You know, St. Clair. You have good upcoming prospects. I mean, like yeah. You know, Canada is not longer that much of a pushover anymore, like it used to be in like you know, past twenty years or so. But it's it's one of those things where like that you know Canadians are doing something, right? I mean,
0: and they're they're still working on getting their own league going. Uh, that's that's but, the thing that baffles me. Be, that's, that's yeah, yeah, they'll be competing with MLS for players. I mean, consider how many come mm-hmm. come out of Canada and play for MLS. Yep. I'm it's not going finding, to be kind of a mess.
1: Not finding dates here. Oh well.
0: Yeah, I, I'm even on their like their website and I don't see anything right now. Well,
1: oh, training nonetheless. Nope. What do you got?
0: There. Oh, that's well. The women's team plays end of the month. Okay. But this is, uh, yeah, I don't
1: know. It's cool that he's training though. Just you know, staying fit yeah. and gets gets to work with the national team. Um, let's look at MLS. So we got some dates. When you look at these dates, how how certain do, do you all feel? Because, I mean, I, I look at – Not at all. February, yes. Thank you. <laughs> February 22nd, they're talking about preseason. April 3 and 4, MLS is back opening weekend. Late August, rivalry, late summer, all-star. November 7th, decision day. November 19th, playoffs would begin in December 11th. In theory, would be 2021 – or the, uh, the MLS Cup. I mean, yeah, it's just – it's going it, to be similar to last year, right? It didn't yeah. implode. Yeah. The,
0: the way that I read this is they got tired of people asking about it, and they said, "Fine, let's throw some dates down." Yeah. And uh, just you know, bracket in a calendar essentially to work with. Um, so I mean, we have a we have a target start date and a target end date, which is something we can at least work with. But uh,
1: right. And in the meantime, all the the COVID mutations are like. Taken off yeah. all over the place. So, I mean, yes, yeah. it's,
2: it's like it's the rough. gremlins, you know. We fed the we fed COVID after midnight and put them in water. And and they're just now multiplying.
1: They're just yes, multiplying. But yeah, the Bolsonaro. We just blame Bolsonaro. Can all we is. do that?
2: That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Blame everything with Bolsonaro,
1: he's he's got to be like the patient zero. He's got to be the, the like the the toxic blood DNA that's just ugh.
2: yeah, he's that <laughs> evil, evil East European <laughs> descendant. Uh, military person, right? That has been mutated. What's that guy in the Marvel Marvel uh, universe? Uh, the Captain America faced. What's his name?
1: Red Skull. He's Red Skull. Red That's what Skull. He is.
2: Oh, oh,
0: okay. oh yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> he just that appears works. every single time.
1: That's right. <laughs> that works. That works. Um, this I put this in here just for the access because we none of us are fans of Sinclair Media. On this program but apparently they're doing a a rebrand to bali's which is i don't even understand th- thinking that this is somehow going to be acceptable and and maybe help in any kind of access of of any mls matches M- meanwhile you know it, it's still far easier like we've talked about hundreds of times it feels like to watch league Miaki's games on regular rabbit ears i mean
0: how, how do we get rid and of even- these guys go ahead even with these, like the way that they broke down the regions, it splits up because it, as of like two or three years ago, Minnesota used to be grouped with Wisconsin and Illinois, and they split like our usual region into three, and then you have like the whole entire middle belt of the country in one <laughs> group into one region. That
1: yeah it, that is strange
0: no it makes any sense whatsoever it's i don't know I just there's I just so many the, things the, i could say <laughs>
1: yeah i wish the team in the league would just would just step up and you know it probably costs a little bit more money to make a, a actual there's, network tv deal but my goodness it would just make things so I much easier i
0: think it goes through 2021 mm. so we don't have to deal with it for too long mm. but the amount of time we've already dealt with it has been too long so
2: can can we just officially say that in this podcast we
1: hate sinclair oh yes please say it loud (laughs) say it proud
0: i mean i even (laughs) i have cable but it's still like they still make it difficult it's
2: it's horrible and it's dumb and me and other people have complained about just trying to watch anything through the fox app at all it yes Becomes, it's 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 horrible i think I, I can't wait till it's done with even if
0: i'm on my wi-fi it. with our account it won't recognize me as an account user when i'm sitting like right next to the modem
1: so weird like
0: come on <laughs> that
1: annoying no can either of you explain to me why if they're calling themselves Bally? isn't bally's a gym like a workout gym? Bally fitness yeah, it, it used. This is an old it one, used right? To, used to be.
0: Yeah, it used to be. They dissolved like three That's or four logo, years ago, right? Am
1: I tripping, or is that the logo? That's the no, logo. I,
0: I think that is the logo. Yeah. yeah, I think it's one of those like big conglomerate kind of deals where they kind of split off and bought a little bit of everything. Possibly. So it's I um
2: mean, conglomerates are bad, but if I was to pick one conglomerate, I'd just go with with Mickey Mouse, and then just you know, <laughs> Mickey Mouse come over and just. Give us some sort of ears so we can watch.
1: Please, 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 please. I see what you did there. That was nice. I (laughs) appreciate that. Very nice. Very nice. Um, We're still in MLS, CBA, kind of uh, up in the air, no man's land kind of things here. Um, I'll throw this to you too because I honestly have no clue where this is going to land. The deadline passed on Thursday. And then they talked about extending it for a week. Um, it sounds like I mean the, the players have already made so many concessions and they've already said hey we're ready to play kind of passing it back to the ownership who are, who are looking increasingly more like fools. Um, yeah, I'll throw to you all. You know, I, I, I'll shout out uh, David Zeller. He's actually really good with this kind of stuff. So I'll tell listeners. I'm sure he'll really get into it with on the on his podcast with the Dave's I know. But he's he's got really good analysis when it comes to the the CBA and the unions and stuff. But I'll I'll pass to you too if you want to comment.
0: It's all totally unnecessary. They don't need a new CBA right now. Um, the Athletic put out a story about that the other day kind of breaking down why this CBA was in place in the first place, um, which was mainly the pandemic um, and some, obviously it it was what, two years old. So it predated the pandemic, but they made concessions for um, COVID and those changes. Um, But there's no need for like a full reworking like nothing, none of their agreements actually expired. It was just a a point to kind of take stock of where things were with the pandemic and uh, the league's kind of using that to their advantage as a way to uh, eke out a little bit more money Um, when it's been shown that they are actually doing okay. The owners are coming out ahead um, rather than the league has lost money as a, as a whole, but, the right. owners are coming out ahead. So it's poor, it's,
2: poor billionaires, poor, poor, poor it, you.
0: Exactly. It's another power play. Um, and all yeah, these I mean, statements I, from the league are a power play. None of yeah, them have been necessary no, whatsoever.
2: I, mean, I remember last year, like they literally did the negotiating up to like the March or late February deadline. Yeah, it was and like two
0: ex- days before before players arrived in camp.
2: Yep. And Oops. so I was like, so that's more than like, I, I can totally see this happening. I also think Paul Tenorio had a good point in the aspect of that. He believes that um, the owners don't want to negotiate a new CBA right before or after the 2026 World Cup because then yeah. the stock of everything goes up like yep. usually after, right after everything. That's how like the, that's how this league got started. Right. <laughs> I mean, exactly. like it was literally right after the World yep. Cup, right. Caught on all the buzz. Same when when the when the ninety when the women's ninety nine teams, same thing, cut mm-hmm. up all the buzz and everything becomes more expensive. So that's I how think they that's ride
0: a, it out and expand. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think that's uh that's a fair uh that's a fair point by, by Paul Tenorio that, you know, there might be something else. But I mean it's just the players have done what they, they, they they're supposed to do. The owners are trying to, you know, squeeze every little more money that they can out of it. Um, unless, you know, unless the player reunions can somehow score, like, you know, 5% of the TV rights <laughs> so they can they divided yeah, it yeah. up into into their association, which is something I would suggest. I mean, you know? the league Even did concede.
0: Two. They would expand that by a couple percentage points. It's still not nearly enough, but they yeah. they did move on that number a little bit. Um, so it shows that they're willing to do something. Well, I
2: mean, I, I, I don't think they have a choice in the sense well, of no.
1: like after if the optics <laughs> the players have already do, made
0: so many <laughs> yeah. compromises. I mean, they're the
1: literally risking is... their lives. It's right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, everyone
2: in this, their staff, the team yeah. staff, the people yeah. who work and, you know, have to redo that, the essential workers that work. In those areas, right? I mean, they're they're all endangering their lives to be able to yeah. provide some sort of entertainment. So you know, like if 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 the owners aren't willing to budget, I actually don't know how much leeway they will have, honestly. Like because if a, if if a league if if the league doesn't start on time or within the time frame that they have, as much as the owners are going to say, well, this is the players' fault, they're going to be like, it's not going to look that way because they're they're the, no. they're the ones that that they're the ones that. Have, had to renew a CBA when they need to.
0: (laughs) Exactly. The players aren't asking for anything extravagant. They're not asking for anything crazy. They're saying, hey, we're putting our lives on the line so that you can continue making money through a pandemic and we'll entertain you. Um, So give us rights. Let the kids get free agent status. Give us a little bit of money from the TV uh, sales because no one's in the stadium. They're like small little things that any union would ask for of an employer. So it's, yeah, it'll, anything that goes wrong is going to be on the league. And if it doesn't turn out well, of course, they're going to put out one of these statements that throws players under the bus. Like they do every single stage of this whole thing. We've seen it yep the
2: past uh, what four years we've seen it right i mean it's like so like if you've been following the ml if you're a new recent mls follower then you're like oh yeah but if you've at least been following for the past three or four years you know yeah this is typically what happens and i think that's that's the thing i mean i think if if uh they're not they don't they don't give some uh, things that the players are demanding it's just going to become very difficult like i'm not like like I get it, right? Like the owners put the product out there. But I'm not paying for uh to watch Dr. Bill McGuire kick a soccer ball, though that might be entertaining. <laughs> right? Like I, I, I actually might pay money to see that. We should like big do, like MLS the fantasy owners, the owners going thing.
0: That's right. They, yeah, they <laughs> need to do camp. the fantasy camp thing again and like have all the owners in the back office people right. are, like now that 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 might be, forget Bowley worse. Okay. Let's do that. I just,
2: <laughs> I might actually, that, I will actually pay for that. Just, He's so coming I say, around. I, I draft Dr. Bill McGuire as by like, okay, there. Yeah. But regardless, right, we pay to watch the players, we don't pay to watch the owners. So.
1: Yeah. I was just going to add that it's it's even heightened, I feel like, this year because of what we talked about last week with, with uh, Garber kind of just airing this all out in public on social media and everybody being just like, what are you doing? You're just putting it all out there. The
0: passive aggressive crap this year has been just insane. Yeah. Every time you think you've seen it all from them, something else comes out.
1: Exactly. Well, we've said it before, we'll say it again. We stand with the players on this program and we hope they get what they deserve. We hope they are protected in this pandemic. I guess, in in one sense, it could be worse, like what they're what Bolsonaro tried to do and with Sebaeffi and actually pull everybody's healthcare. I mean, at the very least, that's, that's not happening.
0: <laughs> right. That's the one like, agreeing, even if they do go on strike and there's it, and there is a lockout, they will continue paying healthcare yeah. uh, premiums for the players as well as their families. So they're not going to have that additional stress added on, exactly. which is. It's the least they can do, literally. Right, right, but. right.
1: Yeah, the bar is low, that's for sure. Um, we'll, uh, we'll 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 follow this, and we'll we'll see where we're at. I'm sure we'll we'll have a new saga next week, <laughs> as it continues. Um, NWSL. We also got some dates here as well, and similarly similarly to what we talked about with uh, MLS, I, I think all these are are very much hypothetical. But they're talking about uh, they're going to do the Challenge Cup again starting on april 9th um and then the season would kick off may 15th for a 24 game regular season uh concluding october 30th which again man maybe these are just dates still in a pandemic yep who knows um oh i put this in here as well how cool is this naomi osaka is one of the new uh investors co-owners however you want to call it of uh north carolina courage there's a picture of her showing off her her north carolina courage kit pretty awesome uh let me ask you two who is our local osaka that we could get to invest in women's football in the twin cities does such a person exist what's lizzo up to does does she play (laughs)
2: lizzo's not from here though so i don't know how close that would be but she did do a lot of her development as a, as a musician here so i totally get that
1: can dessa um, Dessa juggle what's what's, what's her boss i don't know that like?
2: would be cool <laughs> but but i don't i don't I know how deep those pockets are i think um i don't know some sort of coalition brianna scurry and some other people that are yeah would be would be something it, i love to.
0: atmosphere see. just bought a minneapolis city kit okay they posted that the other day. Um yeah, get a little coalition of like atmosphere and rhyme sayers and Brianna mm-hmm. Scurry and
2: Well look, I, I'd rather have KG on a team. So let's just put KG. That-
0: yes. Okay. Yeah. They'd
2: be like Kevin Garnett, just come 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 out, uh, be
0: Come back. Come be- back. Exactly. Come back.
2: Come back. Come back. And then we could have that. That would be my, that's, that's what the pockets are. I mean, there's, you know, there's also uh, we could throw it back to the early two thousands and we can have, you know, no limit by a team and just sponsor a team and just <laughs> master P comes out at halftime to perform every song he's ever done with people who at that point might be on walkers. I don't know.
0: Him yeah. <laughs> still has a pretty close relationship with the national sports center from her oh. Schwann's cup days. Oh yeah. Okay okay
1: but me isn't one.
2: everything though that's the thing that's yeah it's like you i want think she someone... has an
0: interest in like half the teams in NWSL. yeah
2: mm-hmm. which is great that's, you know yeah. pay your dividends out late, later but yeah no i think yeah that would be a great partnership but i just think it, it needs to happen and with the and i think we're going to talk about later on like the aspect of the new women's leagues that are being thought about and discussed and, and yeah, that's the next happen. thing i've
1: got actually uh, it's just
2: it's just becomes it becomes a little bit more disheartening in the aspect of how like we've talked about how like the way that at least uh, at least i've talked about the way that i want to see things going is you know have a a women's team associated with a professional men's team so there's support there in a stadium and all the other stuff and not having to have the certain situation that the NWSL KC team is going through right mm-hmm. now. Um so as much as I, I'm all for I'm all for more women's team and more women leagues but if if it's going to be if we can't have every MLS team have an NWSL team it's just I feel it's a little bit counterproductive. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I just thought of this. So even, even a, a Japanese connection here doesn't, um uh, Yamaguchi, she still lives in Minnesota, right?
0: She does. Yeah.
1: Let's get her on the phone. See, see if she does. <laughs> if she got some ball in, in, under those skates, maybe she can, maybe she can play. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so to Rodrigo's point there, the new women's, a, one of the new women's leagues that was announced, um, you've got, it looks like Nissa teaming up with UWS, which is the, I want to say United Women's Soccer League. So they're going to be having something. I, I don't know if, I can't remember if it's for this year or next. I'm, on prob- I'm guessing it's probably 2022, but, uh, yeah. If anybody has any thoughts, that's it. All right. Well, we're making good time. This is, this is good. Um, take a break. Do some internationals.
0: Hi, this is you watch and no, you must be dreaming because I am definitely not blessing your ears in this podcast. Anyways, back to the Minnesota football show.
1: All right, welcome back to the Minnesota Football Show. Let's go Internacional. Uh, We'll start with uh, Sudamericana. They had their final last weekend. The two Argentine teams we mentioned, they they just started playing, I think, when we we began recording. And it was all Defensa y Justicia from Argentina over Lanus Um, (laughs) 3-0. I caught a couple of uh, just the goal highlights. Um, In the 62nd minute, the Romero goal was awesome. Uh, just, he stayed up high, intercepted a de- uh, defensive pass back, and it ended up just being like a 1v1, and he just, woo, just chips the keeper, beautiful goal. I think, I, I, I forgot to put this in the notes and look back, but I think this is uh and 1st International Cup win, if I'm not mistaken, Rodrigo. Yeah, I think confirm? you're right.
2: I, I think yeah. so. I'm at fully 100, but I was pretty sure that was one of the things that we're saying, so, mm-hmm. but... I just want to know where the Fanti Justicia gets his name. That's what I want to know. I bet it's injustice. not good. What is?
1: And that's <laughs> so, what I'm trying to figure out. I was like, "What's the
2: real story here?" I was like, "Sounds very pro." Like,
1: yeah, I'm, i think Argentine, Argentina, and military, and, and I, was the like, 60s, I was like, "I was like, where does this come from?" I was like, yeah. it was
2: "Like, I." So I'm gonna try to do my research and see where all the history comes. But, but hey, I mean, the Fanti Justicia, you know. They play defense right i mean yep and uh but it looked like lanus was just giving up by like the 70th minute it did their defense was just being you know and i think that was it they knew that was it was in but overall i mean that was it was a, it was a great final to the sudamericanos so congratulations to defense justicia for winning it so
1: and they get their uh libertadores birth that's their I mean, they get a nice trophy Probably just as important, if not more so, they're in for Libertadores.
2: Yeah, another Argentinian in
1: Libertadores.
2: Yay!
1: Just, just what you want. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, this story just pisses me off. I don't want to talk too much about it, but there, God, there's so many layers too. Uh, this is Bolsonaro and and Flamengo. So, uh, where to begin? So, for the 2014 World Cup, they built this huge, brand new stadium in Brasilia, the Mané Garrincha. It's it's the newest biggest stadium, I think capacity wise now like 70 something thousand, it's out of control, which is ridiculous because there are no Serie A, there are no Serie B, there's a Serie C, like third, Serie C, third division team in Brasilia, that can barely get maybe 10,000 people in a 70,000 capacity stadium. So what do they do? Well, they have to have these exhibitions to get butts in the seats and actually pay their bills. So, so they invite every once in a while a couple of the big teams from the coast or wherever else to come play in Brasilia. And in this case, I think it was Flamengo and I want to say Palmeiras. I can't remember who they actually played. I didn't get in here. That's not even the story. Yeah, Palmeiras. So Flamengo and Palmeiras play in Brasilia. And Bolsonaro and his entourage decide they're going to pay him a visit unannounced because that's what you do. So they show up and they roll in with the motorcade or whatever in training. No masks. Remember, this man has had COVID, he's spread COVID all over the country. Uh the players, again, this is unannounced, so they're just doing their thing and they're not masked. their supporters checking this whole situation out, they are unmasked as well. It it's so infuriating, and it just keeps happening. And then makes me want to throw the throw my water glass here against the wall. <laughs> so yeah. So that happened. That was, that was last week. And uh, th- this is just really sad news. This is, this is out of lower division Brazilian leagues as well. This is Palmas. Of course we know what happened four years ago with with Chape and the, the, the plane crash tragedy, the whole team. Um, so something not as, grave i suppose but still very uh terrible and tragic happened with palmas palmas our division i guess i think they're say or they i can't even remember but they're down there um and so they were flying from palmas which is the biggest city in in tocantins kind of in the it depending on which direction you're going if you're going north i guess it would be like the beginning of the amazon so they're kind of in the middle but where the amazon would start but they were flying down to Guayas. they were going to play against um Villanova, one of Goya's rivals, and they didn't even make it off the runway. Smaller plane, but nonetheless, you had the president of the team, um, and you had four athletes of the team, and then also the pilot, obviously, all all perished in a in a tragic plane crash. Again, and this just keeps happening, and it's it's very sad. And we we send our condolences, of course, to. To the players' families, to the team and it just sucks this shit keeps happening. It's depressing. Mm-hmm.
2: It's like the second or third time, right? That it happens in Brazil yeah. this year. Or at least in the last twelve months. It's that's like, like Yeah. It's like unfounded. I was like I know. It's like I remember when Alianza Salima lost their team, their full squad, like, you know. It's just so gut wrenching, not only for the community, but for like the team. It's just uh Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like yeah, sometimes I'm like, I'm, I always think about that stuff because I remember how big of an impact that was. I was alive when it happened in, in, in for Alianza Salima and how like, it affected all the people who were, were Alianza Lima Salima, but it affected the whole country. And Al- Alianza Lima is one of the biggest clubs in Peru. So it's like, yep. it's huge, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, this year with like planes is just not the greatest year for planes. The last yeah. 12 months for planes Plus, is not. Yeah. Like, so I don't know.
1: And you, and you could and feel
2: like... What, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I don't know what precautions, like... I know. That, the Brazilian the FA is doing or, like, any of the other stuff, right? I mean, like, you know, it's like... It's just frustrating because yep. these players, you know, like, their dream is to play and their families, you know. in a situation with, like, a fourth division team it's like, they're much... They're much themselves paying to play instead of getting yeah. paid to play. Right. That's right. right? That's right. There's and almost so more like,
1: of a vulnerability. You're right. Yeah. And, and so for, it's
0: like, for everyone, to have to think about that every time because pretty much every game that they play in that league, they're getting on a plane and flying across the country. Correct. So you're thinking about that every time that you board the to go to a match.
1: Just to see the reverberations too immediately. I mean, mm-hmm. Chape is still on everybody's mind, and we're, and we're gonna. And actually, with a with a positive, I promised you all listeners a positive Chape <laughs> story, but uh, but it just immediately just kind of exploded, and 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 even yeah. the Chape themselves are just like, oh, you know, it's very raw. It's very raw still. So once again, we we send our condolences and and hope Palmas and, and everybody else can can come out of it. It's, it's really sad. Um. This was a big one. I mean, speaking of Goyas, in a good way, I did not see this thing coming. They played last weekend against uh, against Santos. Finalists in a couple hours, not even in an hour, playing here in, in the Libertadores final. They are getting destroyed in this match. I, I tuned in late. Uh, after halftime, it was 2-0 Santos, which is like, okay, great. This, this is what I expected. Somehow yazi Sport clububi who are still in relegation right now. I think they might have moved up a single place, but they are below the red line. They pull off four goals, four goals in the <laughs> second half to beat Santos four to three as a final. I could not believe it. It was it showed some grit, it showed some heart. Um, Rafael Mora got a brace, had this beautiful goal, kind of similar to the one that I talked about with the uh, the Sudamericana final, where again he, he picked off a, a, a back pass and ended up chipping the keeper. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're still in the hole, but please, please, please let this be something to build off of and, and just get above the line. I just want to get above the line. That's that's all I'm asking for. Stay in it. So big win for Goyas. Are,
2: are you going to send uh, Santos staff and coaching staff like a thank you letter or something like that?
1: <laughs> you know, honestly, I thought they would probably just play like they're, they're – academy kids and like their, 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 their B team. And they started with like their full Libertadores squad. And I think maybe halftime they made some adjustments and, and brought in some of the other guys to rest for, for now, for today, but they came out firing and that's how they got that two nil lead. So, I mean, I think it was more, I think maybe you could make a little bit of that argument, but I'd say it was more was just digging deep and being like, we got to win this game. So <laughs> good on them um fa cup we had uh oh i put this one in here tottenham w- ends up winning this they play mighty Wycombe, which has a great little crest there of the uh somebody what is it the, the chained swan like it's got a chain coming out of its yeah. tail feathers <laughs> uh, but amazingly this this team i think what are they they're uh they're bottom of the championship or somewhere in second division i think they scored first like they they actually uh onya dinma puts in a 25th minute goal they ultimately lose again four to one but it's always fun when when the little guys can you know take a piece out of the out of the big big teams and as we get deeper here there's going to be less and less of that but it was cool to see at least get one one halftime is where it was one one at half so yeah um, English Premier League, uh, Bridget. Do you want this one? I, I know, I know that uh, Chelsea is not your team, but I'm sure you were probably following uh, Lampard out, and you've got the Touchell who was a, over at uh, PSG last year. Seems like he's in. Any comments there?
0: Uh, it was kind of a surprise that they dropped Lampard so quickly. Uh, they didn't seem to be. They weren't doing great by any means um but it's just kind of a strange time to to make that switch everyone's struggling it's not just them uh yes kind of weird but it'll be interesting to see what what he does see if anything actually changes
2: hey i applaud chelsea for taking a page out of Goyas's uh, notebook and just firing <laughs> their uh, <laughs> just- Firing their coach mid-season, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. They, they need two more firings. <laughs> they need to catch two up. more. So I'm like,
2: I hope the interim gets fired within three weeks. And I there think, you go. I think, I think Chelsea. And then you know what they should do? They should, they should. uh After the second firing, they need to hire a player coach, and then that will totally top it over. I, I'm, I'm rooting for that to happen.
1: They'll, they'll uh, swing back around to Lampard. <laughs> that's
2: right. Yes. yes. <laughs> Lampard,
0: whoever captain, captain's last match. You're the coach now, and so we get <laughs> Lampard back into. <laughs>
1: Amazing.
2: Although um, give it to one of the one of the cleaning staff to just coach the team. that there. there we go. We wrote our Netflix movie, guys. We just yeah, wrote a Netflix. Netflix movie. <laughs>
1: Probably actually add. I think I think Club de Cuervos is done, right? I'm, I'm only getting into it now. Yeah, they we, only we, have four seasons,
2: but we, we, we do, you, you have the, the mockumentary with Potro, and then you have yeah. the uh, the Hugo Sanchez, the ballad of Hugo Sanchez, which actually I want to watch that more than I want to watch anything else at the moment, just because so, so I think it's our Hugo,
1: responsibility. And, and Sheila's in here too. Sheila's got the theater experience. We, we can do some some script writing and some playwriting and, and kind of kick out our spin off. <laughs> so we make that happen. Um, I put scores in here from. EPL last week, but let's just jump to a big one here for you, Bridget. Liverpool and Tottenham, nice win back on track, three to one. How are you feeling? See
2: see now, now Bridget wants to talk about Liverpool last week. Yes, you know.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, (laughs) and and this wasn't even a great, like it was not a great match. it it was kind of that that old look for the second half though the fun play to watch uh three goals got Firmino back in there trent alexander arnold uh mane getting another one so it, it was good to see those guys make a comeback and you know notch a couple goals but uh it's it's still going to be tough so mm-hmm. Still and in, I haven't looked at the table as of...
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, that's what I was gonna
0: say. And uh right before we started, Manu was playing City One this morning. So they're another three points up, but
1: Manchester United and Arsenal tied nil nil. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So that let me look at this. Uh let me go back. Can
0: can we talk about it, it was uh, still uh, only uh, like Newcastle? a six point gap.
1: Yeah, go. Yeah, I know there's good yeah. stuff happening there too. So, um, forty-four Man City right now, forty-one Man United, Leicester thirty-nine, Liverpool thirty-seven. So it's still pretty tight.
2: I've I've made obvious my dislike for Jadlin in various social media posts and mm-hmm. anything I like. Nothing against the guy personally. I just don't like the way people play him, um, specifically when it comes to Newcastle. So uh, apparently, like he just got traded oh he's loaned out because of he had a visa issue and we're like the staff it's oh, yeah. a weird staff story for some weird stuff so, so, so staff forgot about the deadline and then he couldn't play and so um it was one of those things that uh
1: this is some club de cuervos shit this is that's yeah that this, is, here,
2: this right? is this is this is like the <laughs> this is totally a club de cuervos kind of thing <laughs> So like so like you know it's it's funny because uh, DeAndre Yedlin is now off to oh how do you say that Galatasaray
1: mm, yeah. Uh, yeah they
2: have accepted uh, the latest offer and, and now he's undergoing his medical in Turkey and he will sign a three and a half year deal right so it goes to so Newcastle staff not a hey, now he's not getting as much playing time but Newcastle staff forgetting to renew his visa so he couldn't even play. To now, getting a three-year deal with the with a team in Turkey, I'm like, is that is on crazy. him
1: though, or is that on the on the team? No, that
2: was on the staff. The staff knew yeah, the yeah. deadline, and so, they just like so somebody about just it.
1: forgot to like stamp it, the envelope yeah. or whatever. Exactly, it
2: was. right? It was one of those administ—they called it an admin administration error kind of type of thing. <laughs> Brutal. Like, dang, and I thought I hated yelling, but apparently Newcastle hates it even more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Oops, we lost his passport. Sorry." Wow. Oops.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yikes um the otherwise I, I, I put this in here just because it, it's gonna i think it's gonna happen to more leagues probably mls as well just because all the schedules were all messed up because of the pandemic so as they're still finishing off their 2020 season i think there's still about a month and a half to go the regular preseason has started so you've got Exactly, Bridget. <laughs> that is the correct reaction. <laughs> so there are there are currently two seasons overlapping, <laughs> oh and it's just it is just chaos <laughs> because. It, I mean, I can speak mostly from Goya's stance because they're trying to survive. Like they're obviously yeah. very focused on getting out of relegation, but then they've got to. They're doing. They've started their preseason, so it's like all the academy kids and all the B team are playing within the state. While the A-team is flying around the country trying to survive the 2020 season. And trying to seasons. keep them
0: in that league so that they yes. can actually go from that preseason into...
1: It's madness. It's absolute madness. And I mean, it's happening to other teams, too. It's just, it yeah. sucks double if you're in relegation.
0: Right. Uh, it's kind of like the uh, having Champions League in Europe stretched out like it did yep. last season. Where the the finalists got like two weeks off and yeah. then went straight into preseason and straight into matches yep. so you had a couple teams coming off of like three months off and then a couple teams coming off of like three match days off so
1: yep yep exactly i mean that ties into libertadores right now because yep. the game the game's happening very soon here and i put this in here the the club world cup teams have already arrived in uh where they're playing in um qatar, in qatar right yeah so yeah so the asian team from uh from korea usan Hyundai, and alahi from egypt are already there training come the ball is not even decided yet <laughs> so they're gonna have like maybe a week <laughs> i doubt it <laughs> and they get to just jump right in which honestly may not be a bad thing because they get to keep that momentum but yeah, you know, these other teams have been chilling for a couple months. Uh, it's all messed up. Anyway, Libertadores. Uh, what do y'all think? It's it, it should be a fun one. Santos Palmeiras, Maracana. Anything can happen. Rodrigo.
2: Um, I think Santos has this. I think they've been the more consistent out of both teams, putting up points. So goals and so yeah i i think santos will, will have a good game but like i would be surprised if there's not be like a 5-4 final and like the 92nd 90 second, 92nd 90 second minute right i mean this this could totally go that way and how great would it be for it to happen that way that's just the more <laughs> the more drama we get the, the better it is so
1: oh yeah there will be drama i think i put the if, if it were a Brazilian versus an Argentine team, the, the, the level would be much higher. I mean, we oh, have right. to have at least two or three red cards.
2: Yeah. At least <laughs> two. two? That, yeah, yeah. Two red cards and, and a goalie being sent off. and then, oh. then...
1: <laughs> Chef's kiss. Exactly.
2: That'd be the thing.
1: Yep. That, with two teams in the same league that know each other, I think it comes down a little bit, but there's there's still going to be some insanity somehow. It's just, it's a given. It's a given. What do you think, Bridget? Any, any takes? You're gonna you're gonna join us trying to find a, a random Facebook stream,
0: <laughs> probably. it's
1: <yeah. laughs> the way to do it. <laughs> we'll talk about it next week. I I have no idea what, how it's gonna actually pan out. I part of me wants to say Palmeiras has has the more stable backline, so if they can just hold, I think they could probably pull it off. But I think the Santos attack might be a little stronger, so pff, who knows? Um, should be fun though. Here is the positive story to end with that doesn't directly that does directly involve the uh, Chape, Chapecoense. They have won Série A B of the uh, Brazilian League. So they are moving up, they are being promoted on their own accord. You'll you'll recall that during the uh, while they were recuperating from the tragedy they had a two year span where there was no relegation for the team in Serie A. So they, regardless of where they ended up, they were safe because obviously they were rebuilding and just trying to survive and keep things together. Um, there, there was a offer to extend it a third year and the team itself actually said, no, we want to make this happen on our own accord. And they were relegated. So that was 2019. So they played all 2019, 2020 in Serie A and they're back up. It's beautiful. If any team deserves some positivity in the world, yeah. <laughs> is this team. And not even mentioning, we covered it on the show, too. A couple weeks ago, they lost their president to COVID. So, yes, Chape, moving up, Serie A, Brazileiro. It's beautiful. Now, if we can keep the other green team in Serie A as well. Please, 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 please. I'm doing my prayer hands. Please, let's get two <laughs> green teams. We can handle two green teams. We can do it. Actually, three green teams. Paul made us in there too. <laughs> Keep them all. Keep them all. Verdom. lots of Verju. That's all I have, friends. I'm ready for some Libertadores.
2: Sounds like a plan. I mean, we it should be a fun one, going from pirate stream to pirate stream to pirate stream.
1: <laughs> being be, be kicked <laughs> off, being being right. sold random ads, and that's right. You'd be like.
2: I just hope it doesn't happen like that one time I was watching one, and then like there's a breakaway, and then all of a sudden the feed stops, and I'm like, no, well, of course,
1: yeah. Then I gotta At go find another getting, feed. I'm like, great. Hopefully not getting viruses. It wasn't as bad as what I do for Barcelona in like the 2000s. <laughs> well, I mean, you're yeah. That's like I mean,
0: remember the uh, the preseason streams for United games and NASL yes. when you it would cut out every time they entered the box. Yep. See. <laughs> You get your feedback, and someone had scored, and you would never catch a replay. You never even it would watched cut, that, yeah. it. Yeah, cut out. Or every or single or, it's, or
1: it's a a person just holding up the phone, like recording the TV, <laughs> and, and they run to one goal, and then you know later on the phone catches up, and they're already on the other side. Right. It's like exactly.
0: back and forth.
2: Shout out to uh, Super uh, Tim. No. Yeah. Shout out to Super <laughs> Tim for for doing that at one at one time. Yeah. No. Um, when
0: he had to roam the stadium, so no they right. yep, shut him down. Yep. I remember that.
2: He'd have right to walk on. just to make sure security is not really watching him with his phone on.
1: <laughs> right on. Yeah. Well, Bridget, Rodrigo, thank you as always. Cool. Um, we'll plan something fun for next week. Um, I'm actually chatting with someone right now. Uh, Talk Libertadores and a bunch of other cool stuff as well.
2: Oh, give us the thank beer
1: update. Yeah, well, th- this is breaking news as well. Uh, Christian uh, Hopklaus just posted that he's getting ready to start the next batch of uh, Cepala Meraboire to make some more mm, nice. plum double. So it's coming. I, I don't have a specific time, but it, it sounds like he's ready to brew. Uh, so patreon.com mm-hmm. backslash MNFootballShow, and you can you can get in on that deliciousness of uh, mass alcohol content that we've all <laughs> discovered now. 8.4, <laughs> baby. 8.4. Yep. <laughs> That is it. That is it. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.